Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, August 2nd. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. (laughs) The LCMS convention, the 67th regular convention of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, uh, just took place, what, last week? It was like kind of over the weekend. Oh, that was last week. (laughs) Yeah, not too long ago. It took place uh, recently. And um, this was, as I understand it, the first convention at which there was an... Uh, a servant event mm-hmm, uh, so. serving a couple of, of communities and organizations. Joining mm-hmm. us by phone this morning, Cheryl DeWitt. She's with Redeeming Life Outreach in Sanford, Florida. Cheryl, thank you so much for being our guest this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Tell us about the work of Redeeming Life Outreach. Redeeming Life Outreach Ministries was founded in 2013, and we are here to support a, a life decision that a mother in a crisis pregnancy. Um, is faced with. Um, Oftentimes, um, women feel like abortion is their only option when they are either homeless or in an abusive relationship um, because they have nowhere safe to go. So at Redeeming Life, what we do is provide not only um, a home, a safe and um, warm and beautiful home for the women to live in, but we uh, come alongside them with program services and most importantly, spiritual support. So at the at the convention, uh, there was a, there was a servant event that, that benefited Redeeming Life Outreach. Uh, tell us about this servant event and and, uh, and what the, the this benefit is for you. Yeah, what a beautiful thing for the um, LCMS to do is to add a servant event to the convention. It's um, I thought it was uh, beautiful to see the work of the church going on in the business format and and caveating that with a servant event because at the end of the day the church is about service and proclamation so i thought that was just so nice for them to add this element and we were honored to be the beneficiaries um, of the event and we had many many delegates and their guests come and help assemble um, mommy bags which contain things that we need like uh, personal use items for our moms um, toiletries um, soaps lotions even a nail polish and a nail kit, things like that, that are really considered luxuries for our residents. Um, We also um, assembled baby bags. So we had um, um, diapers and wipes and all of the little necessities you need to care for your baby, along with um, household items as well, sheets, uh, towels, uh, washcloths, and things like that. So there were quite quite a few people serving. Um, they made over 150 uh, baskets, and those baskets not only benefited Redeeming Life um, in Sanford, but also Amigos de Cristo in uh, Immokalee, Florida. So we shared the benefit across the two RSOs. What was it like to be there among the crowd uh, to, as, as they were working on the, the baskets? And, and what was the, the atmosphere like as the, the servant event was taking place? The people were very excited to be doing something active and to actually be um, putting these, these gifts together for uh, these um, mothers who might otherwise have chosen an abortion for their baby, that they can provide um, you know, services to them that they can help in some small way to show their support for the church. So it was very exciting. It was right in the middle of the the open floor, um, right below where the convention was taking place. So everyone could see it. It was front and center. And um, the excitement among the people and um, 
was was really really great to see and how they come together um, to serve God's people and to just do it so um, joyfully. How does how does a, an act of mercy like this uh, affect the women who you serve? How does that how does that that maybe change their perspective long term or, or help them uh, to understand the the work of the church? Yeah, that's a great question. And when you come back home from an event like this, the women are not don't necessarily know much about the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod or you know organized religion at all for that matter. So when they come and we brought the van home with all of the goods there and the girls were helping us to unpack and um, sort and and they were over really overwhelmed by how people who don't even know them can reach out and and provide and that I think not only does it overwhelm me but it overwhelmed them and it was a real special moment on that Sunday afternoon when we were delivering the items and the girls um, saw not only the love that we provide to them because of Christ, but that the entire church provides for them and others. And it was, it was really very special. This servant event um, certainly has, it will serve the, the, the women that, uh, that you're caring for providing services to now. How will this, uh, just this one servant event make a difference for uh, redeeming life outreach? Uh, You know, you said there were so many baskets, uh, so many kits put Mm -hmm. together. Um, how long do you think that this will will be helpful to you? It'll be it'll be an ongoing gift for us for up to probably six months as as our girls transition from maternity home to transition and um, and we also have other women that we um, uh, serve and get come in contact with that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily residents. So um, it we think these supplies will last us in in these specific ways um, at least at least six months and uh, that's such a benefit you know, obviously financially to the ministry, because those are things that we don't um, have to um, spend resources on. Um, but it, it just is it's just an overall benefit for all of us to see that the church loves us. And, you know, sometimes you feel like you're down in the ministry all by yourself and you're just working at it. And it's just really wonderful to realize that there's a whole church out there supporting uh, the mission work that we do. And that's exactly what it is. Um, that the mission work that we do in in this small town called Sanford. This certainly was a, a servant event of the the people, the delegates, and others, uh, the other attendees at the convention, uh, guests at the convention. But there were several organizations also that teamed together to help make this happen. How is this uh, just one example of how collaboration among uh, organizations, congregations, can really make a difference for uh, an outreach such as yours? Yeah, the support that was received. I know that Nicole Ridley and 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 Deaconess Kranz did um, great work in seeking support from multiple um, organizations, and and I think it shows you that there the the impact that when we work together that we can have to support um, ministries all over our Senate in the world, for that matter. The co-op- cooperation um, is is very important um, that we're all here to do the the work of Jesus and to make sure that at the end of the day when whoever we touch we have shared his love with them and uh, by them these organizations coming together uh, knitting this project together um, shows that we are one in mission 
the collaboration that happened here, you know, the, among the the, the attendees, um, is is an example too. I think of what we can do in our own congregations, in our own communities. You know, this was just one specific uh, event. The convention mm-hmm. convention happens every three years, but things like this, uh, projects like this, could really happen uh, in our own communities back home um, with with just a, a, some some cooperation, some collaboration uh, to make a difference. Absolutely. And in our community, um, many churches come together and and uh, do just that, do various uh, fundraising events and things to make sure that the ministries that are happening in our communities are, are supported. And um, there are so many people out there in the system who um, get lots of services, but they don't get any help. And they certainly don't get the word of God. Um, so it, it's really important that we, we do find that common thread along um, all, all the lines in the churches. Um, it, the, the support we have here in Central Florida of the, um, our district churches is, is tremendous, and their response to this uh, ministry is, is uplifting because we, we need to be offering women who are scared, have no other options, at least they think, than to abort their child. We need to get behind that message and provide support services. So uh, we can't do it alone. We do it through the community and through our church body. Definitely a great example of uh, affirming life, not only um, you know the, the birth of that child, but also providing support uh, for that mother, for that child, for mm-hmm. the for the family to to help keep them. Um, you know, provide for them in in their earthly needs, and as you pointed out earlier, this may be their first uh, really connection to understanding their spiritual needs as well, and hearing that uh, that Jesus loves them and cares for them and mm-hmm. provides for them, and this is one way that mm-hmm. He's doing that is mm-hmm. in, in providing for them. Um, Cheryl, just I, I know that stats aren't always a, a favorite thing, but it, roughly how many, how many women and children have been served by redeeming life off the top of your head? If you, if you recall. Yeah, we, um, we have, um, a maternity home with that can house up to six and our transition house, which just opened last year. We're so pleased to, to have that, um, can take three moms and their children. So overall we've had 32 women reside at our home in five short years. And we've baptized um, 20 babies and a couple of mothers as well. So um, you're right. Statistics don't always tell the story because with a ministry like Redeeming Life, we're a long-term, deeply rooted ministry where we help for up to three years one woman uh, between maternity home and transitional living. Uh, Our goal is um, to have them be completely self-sustaining, off-government aid, and living a healthy and and, um, happy life on their own after three years. It takes a long time to to deal with homelessness and to deal with it deeply and and, and, and really help. Thanks be to God. Those are some of our numbers. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much. Cheryl DeWitt, Redeeming Life Outreach in Sanford, Florida. Thank you for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. It's my pleasure. God bless you all. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.